this episode, we will be sharing our thoughts on one of the common emotions we as human beings experience, fear. We will be explaining the psychology behind fear as well as the history behind scary stories and nightmares. We will also be sharing our personal fears to the audience and discussing the historical significance behind our fears. For this segment, Wendy, Kehlani, and I, Angela, will be talking about what fear is and the psychology behind fear. The goal of this episode is to talk about the science behind one of the most common human emotions, which is fear. So, Wendy, what do you think fear is? By definition, fear is an unpleasant feeling because we believe someone or something is causing danger to us. Fear is a chain reaction in the brain that happens when we're in a situation that causes fear upon us. The body sends a message that leads to conscious thought and action and produces autonomic response. Fear is a normal vital response to physical or emotional danger, which is a survival tactic for us humans. Curiosity pushes us to learn new things and do new things. However, fear allows us to have a certain boundary so that we won't hurt ourselves. However, often the things we fear are far from life or death situation. Many times these fear comes from traumas or bad experience which we try to avoid. Anticipation, a fearful situation can provoke the same response as experiencing it. Facing your fear is the best way to overcome your fear. Well, for me, I learned that scientifically, fear is one of the most basic human emotions. It is programmed into the nervous system, so when we sense danger, the brain reacts instantly and sends signals that activate the nervous system. When we fear something, we get nervous. Some of the factors of fear is some of us cry when we are afraid or get mad. The difference between these emotions can be confusing, though. When in the psychologically literature, you will frequently find the concepts of used interchangeably, fears of the unknown, a fear of death, contamination, of a fear of flying, pastophobic fear of a fear of success, and a fear of failure are all commonly noted as a fear, yet they are actually experienced as the emotion of anxiety similarity. Phobias, phobias are considered to be an anxiety disorder. So how, so how do you guys think we, we react when we get experienced fear? When someone experiences fear, they go into a series of emotional and physical response. It causes physical responses such as a faster heartbeat, rapid breathing, and an increase in blood pressure. They will also start to feel emotional things such as acute stress reactions, anger, angst, anxiety, fright, horror, joy, panic, and sadness. What do you think are some things associated to fear? Maybe nightmares and scary movies. What do you are scared of nightmares and scary movies? What is the psychology behind it? Nightmares are isolated dreams that are normally are, that are normal, but dreams resulting in extreme terror or an exact debilitating sleep disorder. Nightmare is basically a dream occurring during REM, which is rapid eye movement sleep. This will result in feelings of strong terror, fear, distress, or extreme anxiety. Nightmares tend to occur in the last third of the night when REM sleep is in the strongest. REM sleep is basically divided into four stages, stage one, sleep onset, stage two, light sleep, and stages three and four, deep sleep, the REM stages. REM sleep happens about every 90 minutes during the night. REM sleep is also related to high brain activity and rapid eye movements. Usually dreaming occurs in all stages with about 80% of people awakened during REM sleep and sleep onset stages 1 and 2 and about 40% of these people are awakened from the deep sleep. Yeah, I also found info about the psychology behind scary movies. We are scared of them, but why do we keep watching them? 
The first factor is tension, which basically all horror movie has. Mystery, suspense, gore, terror, and shock. The second factor is relevance, where the audience can relate to things like death, monster, and the unknown. The last factor is the unrealism, where the story and image can entertain us, but in a certain degree, we know the horror story is not. I have found two different theories on why people enjoy horror stories. In 1873, Dr. Dolph Zillman has come up with the excitation transfer theory, where the negative feelings created by horror movies actually intensify the positive feelings in comparison to action movies with heroes and villains. Noel Carroll, a film scholar, believes in the idea that horror films produce curiosity and fascination compared to our normal- Same. For example, the psychoanalytic community and the Sigma Freud thinks that humans are suppressed by civilization ego. Greek philosopher Aristotle thinks that people are attracted to scary stories and violence because they give us a chance to purge on our negative emotions. There, there's also the dysfunctional argument theory where we find amusement from the, from the punishment of those who deserve it. They believe those in horror stories deserve to get killed. In 1979, Marvin Zuckerman proposed the idea that people get thrill, which can score a high score in the sensation-seeking skill, like the thrill from riding from riding roller coasters. DJ Skies, DJ Sky believes that horror films are a reflection of our societal fears. This concludes our segment on the psychology of fear. Keep listening for more stories about fear, scary stories, nightmares, and horror. This podcast is brought to you by the CSTO team program. The team program is a media design and workforce development program focused in social justice. Teens learn high-quality media skills such as graphic design, podcast production, photography, and video. In addition, teens learn marketable career skills, leadership development, and become engaged citizens. You can learn more about the CSTO team program by going to www.cstoboston.org. Concludes our segment on the history behind scary stories and nightmares. Keep listening for the next segment where we will be sharing our own fears and discussing the historical significance behind our fears. Scary story I found is a Japanese folklore based on Baku. While the Baku is a spiritual being, it has a well-defined appearance. It takes on the form of a mythological beast comprised of a variety of parts from other animals. Baku is known as the either eater of dreams. In Japan, the common belief was that evil dreams are caused by evil spirits. Now we will be talking about the meaning behind scary stories. So basically, nightmares are usually known to be either because of stress or having conflict within yourself or it's religious based. For example, demons. Some people believe that when people have nightmares, there is a bad spirit or something negative around them. Nightmares have been occurring before 28,000 BC. What? No, that makes no sense. 2,800 BC. One scary story, story that I believed as a child was the old famous Chupacabra, where for some reason was only around the Latin countries around South America. The name came from Latin words chupa to suck and cabra, goat, so goat sucker. Chupacabras has been reportedly seen almost all around the world as early as 1995 in Puerto Rico. They have been seen in Russia, North 
northern Mexico, Puerto Rico, woo, home country, south of Chile, the Philippines, somewhere south of America, and many more. Since I grew up in Puerto Rico, the chupacabra was mentioned often, and I believed in it. The way the chupacabra got its name is because people around Puerto Rico kept seeing their farm animals and mostly goats being fully drained of their blood with three punching marks on their chest. So that's a little scary stuff I am scared of. What about you, Yuching? The story Lady in Black symbolizes the bravery of those six men that wanted a better life and did their best to escape there. Like the story, their many accomplishments were short. Two of the soldiers attempted to swim to Loa's island, but the tide was going out and they were swept out to sea. Another two constructed a crude craft and did make it to Lowell's. From there, they obtained a small boat and sailed out of the harbor, but the pair was later recaptured by a coast guard. Though their life was short, their accomplishments were remembered by the myth that is well known today. <laughs> I think these are pretty interesting stories, kind of chilling, you know? About the woman that accidentally killed her own husband and was later hung for a mistake in Rome's earth. The slave who was killed because he loved a white woman and also stole Rome's earth. And last but not least, the evil spirit that eats dreams. That right there is very creepy. Spirits that eat your dreams? Why? Well, ghost stories have been a part of our lives since ancient times, whether you notice it or not. From there, many ghost stories evolved to the one we know today. Even though ghost stories often come out as scary, which they are, some of them actually ha have a deeper meaning to it once you look further behind the scary mass it always puts up. Listening, ghost Listening to ghost stories can be fun, but it's always really scary afterwards. Once the fear that scary stories brings along wears off, we, we learn fear is just a figment of our imagination to keep, up, to keep us from exploring the possibilities of having fun. Don't think too much into fear that comes from the scary stories, because most of them aren't even real to begin with. Just think about the fun part of listening to it, like the thrill. So that concludes this segment's discussion. <laughs> So that concludes this segment's discussion about nightmares and spoopy stories. Now you will listen to the next group. The CSTO team program is brought to you by Castle Square Tenants Organization, whose mission is to preserve Castle Square apartments as affordable housing for low and moderate income residents into perpetuity and provide comprehensive community and social supports for residents and the surrounding community. Our programs include the team program, the adults and senior program, Square Roots, Square Tech, and the Technology Center at CSTO. You can learn more about the Castle Square Tenants Organization by going to www.cstoboston.org. This concludes our segment on the history behind scary stories and nightmares. Keep listening for the next segment where we will be sharing our own fears and discussing the historical significance behind our fears. Hi everyone, this segment is about childhood fears. Queenie? Hi. Calvin? Hello. And I will be talking about childhood fears and how they develop. What was your childhood fear? My childhood fear was monsters under the bed. My fear was ghosts and chain mail. My childhood fear was creepy dolls. Tell us a story <clears throat> about your childhood fear, Queenie. When I was seven years old, I was forced to watch a movie called Coraline in school. 
The movie Coraline is about an 11-year-old who gets ignored and doesn't have enough attention. She finds a portal that brings her to another world, which lets her meet different people that gave her the attention she wanted. But slowly, she finds out that the world isn't like how it seemed. One day, she was asked to stay in the other world ever and get her eyes sewed on with a button eyes, but she didn't want to, so she ran away. When the movie ended, I went home with my parents, then the sky slowly got darker and darker. As the sky got darker, I got more and more scared. I was scared from the creepy doll's eyes and the dark spaces. I was even too scared to go to the bathroom. When I looked at the closet in my room, it reminded me of Coraline going through the other world. It reminded me of button eyes and the monsters. When I had to go to bed, I was so scared that I couldn't fall asleep. I hid under my blankets for hours. It took me about a month to get over it. What is the historical significance behind your childhood fear? The movie was based on a programming of a mind-controlled slave at the hands of a significant There was many meanings in the movie Coraline. For example, meanings like how slaves are taken, traumatized, and programmed by handlers, like shown in the movie. Tell your story about your childhood fear. I used to be so scared of receiving chain mail. One day I shared a chain mail and I got really scared. It was about how some girl died and it showed a picture of the dead girl. The picture was just a deformed figure with long hair and shiny eyes. It followed with the caption, send to 20 people or she will visit you tonight. Just to let you know, I recently started learning how to use Gmail. There was a friend who I trusted and I told me to just make my own email so I wouldn't need my parents permission to play games. To me, my email was sacred and I would go to it on it every day check if anyone messaged me or if my game sent me an alert. Now my email was tainted with fear and I was not having it. I quickly turned off my computer and went downstairs to watch the rubber dubbers. Every time someone in my house called my name, I would jump and be scared. Then night came. My mom made us sleep at 8 o'clock because that was our bedtime. After my mom tucked us in, I felt like I was no longer protected. I was covered in sweat because I would cover myself with a mountain of blanket. I would also try to hold my hand, sister's hands forcefully. The night was felt like a holy year, and whenever I closed my eyes, the image of the girl was burnt into the back of my eyelids. I felt like I was going to die, but I overcame it when the sun came up, and I gradually fell asleep. What is the historical significance behind your childhood fear stories? Chainmail started in the Netherlands. There was this guy named Storn Becheli. He, he received an email that said, send 20 copies of this letter to people you think need good luck. Baruchelli didn't believe it, and he died nine days after not sending the email. This made a rule of not breaking a chainmail or else it would bring consequences. This caught on and was exaggerated so much that it became different types of stories. What was your childhood fear, Calvin? When I was younger, I was afraid of monsters under my bed. Monsters come in many different forms. My monster looked like my friends that had very big fangs. I would just sit in the top bunk and stare at the bottom thinking that they would pop up. Oh. I was able to overcome this fear because my mom yelled at me saying there's no such things as these monsters. What is the historical significance behind your childhood fear story? Monsters under the bed has been around for a long time. Kids believe that monsters are under the bed when they hear a noise in the dark and they can't see. So that they get, they get scared and they start believing that they aren't alone in their room. Thank you for listening to our childhood stories about fear. I hope you enjoyed our stories about monsters, creepy dolls, and chain mail. Hope they didn't haunt you the way they haunted us. That concludes the last segment of episode one. That's all, folks. This concludes this episode's discussion 
on the history of fear and narratives regarding our personal affairs. We learned about fear and how it impacts our lives. The most important lesson we hope you take away from this episode is that fear is a mental barrier to stop us from being harmed. However, we can overcome this barrier with courage in order for us to have a more hands-on experience on what life has to offer.